Those who think they know, know nothing And I think I know, but I know I don't Which means that's something I know Wait, but that means I know nothing What the f Okay, hello This will be my third attempt in doing this Because I did it the first time around and listened to it and it was Fairly boring in all honesty. So then I did it a second time, and now the sound wasn't good enough. So uh, I've been to work around. Anyway, we adjust. That's fine. I don't know about that. Anyway, um, what's up? Welcome. How to do the digitally do that day? I'm here to talk about social anxiety today. Um. I've talked about this before once, um, specifically like general anxiety, but now I want to focus on social anxiety because I've spent uh, the last couple of weeks kind of investing my time into going into bars sober, believe it, which originally was a very dull experience. Um, but I've tried to Stop blaming the bar itself and start taking a bit of responsibility and seeing if I can conjure up some enjoyment. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I grew up with, like, a lot of... Well, I grew up... Uh, I grew up, as any person may do, lucky enough and blessed enough to experience growing up, getting bigger and stuff. Um, through that time, a lot of anxiety started to arise through, like, my teenage years. So I've been fairly intrigued and kind of dedicated in figuring out what it's all about um so yeah my intent seems to be wanting to help others enjoy the experience of others more um yeah i've just i've seen it i've experienced it and i've seen a lot of people with it and it ruins well, it deadens your experience, you know, letting anxiety kind of run you a bit, like, take you down a notch or two until you can't do nothing no more because you're just in fear of your own mind. So instead, I'm about to share with you an experience I had. Um, I appreciate this insight a bit more because it came from direct experience rather than just me listening to some people chat about something and be like, yeah, it seems to make sense. To social anxiety, um, to set the stage, what I've kind of seemed to have picked up is a bottle, but insight-wise, I have uh, noticed that anxiety, the tension of anxiety seems to arise uh, from expectation, or rather the fear that one will not be able to fulfill the expectation. So I'm going to read you something that I wrote, actually. Uh, wait, wait. Just to kind of sway it out a little bit more. Lay it down for you. Okay. Social anxiety. From what I can tell, anxiety stems from expectation. When we identify with our identity given to us by our past experience or usually within a common group, 
um, that creates an expectation of who we are and how we act, how we are acting inside of our own heads or in the heads of others. So you'll find generally if you have a close group of friends, there's almost like an agreed upon identity for everyone. Um, you can tell this generally when someone is to come in with like with a lot of anger, for example, and they'll come storming in the room into the group and suddenly everyone's like shocked and don't know how to respond. Um, that's because it kind of disrupts the agreed upon reality that everyone has. It's like that shouldn't be like that. I don't know how to deal with that. Unless of course you're quite an involved group of people who are very happy to kind of explore everyone's allow emotions and allow everyone to be angry or upset or whatever um, which is necessary uh in this day and age especially when it's coming down to the amount of uh health issues that people are struggling with um i want to say it seems to be on like an all-time high but then again media can very much exaggerate everything for all i know it was way worse in the past probably seems like it could have been worse um or maybe it's worse now because we think it's worse you know what i mean we're being told it's bad, so now we think it's bad, and then it gets projected out, and everyone's like, ah, it's evil, it's evil. Anyway, now, when doubt arises that we might not be able to live up to that label that we've created in our head <clears throat> of ourselves, it causes us to feel anxious as we begin to see that what we thought we naturally are has now become an expectation to be met. Now, instead of socializing for the fun of it, it becomes a game that needs to be won. What was once natural has become something that requires much unnecessary effort. So the conclusion being the best things aren't always planned. Stay present and uncover what you are rather than trying to remind yourself of what you've been. Stay present and discover what you are rather than reminding yourself of what you have already been been we have a habit of wanting history to repeat itself or not wanting it to repeat itself so much that we end up kind of recreating it to happen what do i mean by the latter when you go into an environment that and you have a fear that let me try that again when you walk, when you, when, when, when you, when, 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 when you, when you walk into a situation or a social environment, and in your head, in the back of your head, you have um, an idea of who you may have been in the past. Let's say that idea of you is one that is not necessarily a pleasant one that you enjoy. Um, when you have that in the back of your head. The fear of that. I've kind of gone on this backwards. Okay, let me start again. If you were to find yourself going into a social situation, uh, a group of people, and you have like an idea of who you want to be in your head, I say this from my own experience. I would go in with an idea of like what I want to say and what I want to do. Now I've created this structure of uh, to walk through. Now. What happens is that that is now a that is now a sort of an archetype for you to kind of work with, but it is a very limited one. It's not quite malleable to the situation. The only way this can be effective is if everyone is willing to um, 
if everyone is willing to be open and adjust to your reality, your personality, your person reality. But um, this is very ineffective if you were to find yourself um, trying to put this block inside of the circle base that they have made. For example, it's like you creating a cartoon character in your head that you want to be, but you found yourself walking into a horror movie. The, there's no relatability there. Um, granted, there's probably you could always find a niche in, but it makes it very difficult for uh, the common ground for everyone to kind of relate and be um, free flowing. Because what I've seen is that when the social interaction is really just a game that's kind of played and agreed upon and worked with, you know, like sometimes you'll have like uh, those uh, kind of clicks that you have with people. And every time you see them, it's kind of, you always bring up that kind of same joke and it's just like inside joke. <sighs> so, um, so yeah, so you'll, you can go in with that expectation of what you want and, it can work. Sometimes you'll have a lot of faith in that and it'll be so powerful that people naturally want to just adjust to it and they kind of fall into your story. Yeah, they play into your story. However, there can also come a situation of you wanting to be an idea or a you that you've been in the past and you want to bring that back. But the pressure of that can cause you to be fearful that you will not meet it. So it's very easy for a lot of people to just run away because what happens is the fear that this is not going to happen, that fear creates the feeling of like, oh, if I don't do this, something really bad is going to happen. So your mind is put into danger mode, which is the fight, flight, or freeze response. So you feel that if, this, if things don't go the way that you intend them to go, Everything is just going to break up. So you'll find uh, people who are really heavily anxious will sit in the corner and just rather not say anything. Or they'll just run away and they'll go home. Or they'll get aggressive and they'll try to, you know, try to get everyone to do what they feel needs to be right. Or they'll feel the world is against them. Anyway. So, yeah. So it's the fear. That kind of takes control. So a cure, some work to be done to help kind of subside this is to continue to stay present. Uh, the cliche, the everybody's heard it once or twice or a million times before, stay in the present, be in the moment, be here now. It's very much your savior in these situations. Um, and not quite as straightforward for a lot of people because they've spent so much time training themselves to think and live through their mind and project through their constructs instead of just being free, fluid, and open. Sorry, I've got like... Because I've done this once or twice, I have all these different ideas going through my head, and it's like, which one should I say first? So I'm just going to clear and stay present instead of getting lost in all the ideas and expectations of what I feel I need to say. Because if I try and live through, or if I try to fulfill that, 
too much, it's good. It's good to have direction, but don't try and live from that space. I'm here and let it kind of walk through you. I'm trying to make as much sense as I can. Um, kind of lost my train of thought about it. But that's okay. That's fine. So again, stay present and be where you're at. Right? Don't lose yourself over the fact that you've got lost. It's okay. Start again. You know, and refresh and stay open and fluid. You know, I find that when I would, when I was trying to, well, when I wasn't trying and I just kind of throw myself into a situation without anything, I was a lot more open and free to kind of, um, adjust to the the playing field that everyone was already in and by doing that i could uh get in touch with uh the cause of what is actually creating the effect that i am now feeling and i can add to it i'll go deeper into that with a story of during that same night, I talked to a bunch of lovely ladies. Um, we just had a conversation and about how one of the mothers had a daughter, funny enough. And um, she was saying how her daughter is very like crazy and quite manic and very, very energetic. And uh, she was saying how she was very very interested well she was interested in why her daughter was so intrigued by like villainous characters she loved the villainous characters like compared to the heroes um which i think a lot of people have done i think it's very easy to be like oh but villain is considered bad so i was saying how if you were to remove the good and the bad layers of it you kind of see the archetypes of like what they really are for example like the hero is always kind of at the mercy or the effect of his environment and he's always trying to jump around all these hoops to try and fix everything and make sure it's all in place and everything's pitch perfecto. So they're always kind of adjusting. Whereas the villains are very much the projectors, the creators, the manifestors of what they want to see in this world. So from that standpoint, you can see that it's both sides have such a strong benefit. Um, especially for those who really want to, who know what they want in life, they know what they want to create, so they know how about, know how about, know how about going to do it. And yeah, creating what they want to do. So there you can see there's actually a bit of good in the bad. There's, there's a good in that personality. Um, however, it just takes training and good intention, good intention, takes uh, adjusting of intention to be able to do that without affecting the uh, free will of others or harming others. Very interesting bit of information I learned a while back. Uh, education comes from the Latin word educo, which uh, is defined as someone who is knowledgeable enough that they understand how to get what it is they want without affecting the free will of others. That is very interesting. It's usually the villain who is much more educated than others. Um, well, it seems to be if they can do it. Well, I mean, they tend to fail a lot, so maybe not educated enough, and they are usually affecting the free will of others. So maybe not. But you see where I'm getting at. So 
yes, finding yourself in a situation, it's social situation, social social environment where you have to be malleable enough to know when it's time to be cause and when it's time to be effect. And this takes a lot of practice of presence, of being continuously here. Like this is something that needs to be trained. You need to train your muscles to relax again so you can ease into what you naturally are instead of putting so much effort into adjust through this little hole that you've created for yourself. It's very unnecessary. Like you could do it. And it's possible, and some people do it very well, but it's a lot of unnecessary energy being used that could be used on something a lot more fulfilling. Um, so in that case, uh, I feel like I'm talking funny. So, um, so going in, into an environment with an intention, and let's say we have like a lot of trust in like we almost certain about like what we're going to say is going to work. So that is working from the state of cause. You want to cause something to happen within this environment. Now, this is as good as your surrounding fellow men and women allow it to be. For example, like if you were to go, if you were a performer on a stage, you are the cause of, you are about to be, or you will be the cause of what goes on in the room, whether people laugh, whether people cry, depending on how you express yourself. However, it also depends on how open they are to receiving and being the effect of what you're causing. See what I mean? So falling into an environment without intention, without the risk of stress, of anxiety, you become open and spacious so that you can adjust to what is happening. You can feel the effect and you can adjust with it to the point where you can roll yourself into the core aspect of the cause and add to it and widen the spread of the cause. But now, whether you want to add to the cause depends on how the effect makes you feel, how you're affected by it. If, if the effect is pretty blissful and pretty enjoyable, it's something people are attracted to. So setting the cause of like, what, what is your intent? Like, what, what do you want to, how do you want to affect other people? And that can help. So in a sense, it's going from, what am I going to say? And what I'm going to do to how am I going to be? And then letting that go and trusting in that. Um, Cause the biggest Re, uh, the biggest cause of anxiety is resistance and doubt and uncertainty. So certainty. Are you certain? Or are you uncertain to the fact that you might not be as funny as people want you to be, or you won't be cool, or you won't be interesting? Because what happens when you fear that or you try not to create that, you, your brain is not thinking necessarily like, oh, bad, no. It's looking for those situations. Like, it, I mean, yeah, it's looking. So you think, 
I don't, I, oh, I don't want to be stupid or silly. And it's like, oh, okay, danger. I've got to look for silly and stupid. And then it will pick it up and then it'll be like, oh no. And then it'll focus on it and be like, no, you don't want that. And you try to resist it. And when you resist, you are labeling it, whether consciously or unconsciously, as bad, as no, no, as don't want. And that is not of service to you because that thing that has happened is useful to you. It, it, it's something to serve you. As the anxiety, like, well, this is where we get to the question, is that is anxiety useful for you? Does it have any benefit? Um, and yes. Well, yes, it does. As long as you don't see it as a bad thing. What you do, instead of being fearful of anxiety and letting it put you in a state of danger, feel like everyone's against you, instead of fearing it, accept it. And when you accept it, then you can be like, okay, well, this is where I am and this is where I'm standing. So what logical steps can I take from here to adjust? Because that's all the anxiety is. It's letting you know that you're not, this isn't working well for you. The anxiety itself is not the problem. The anxiety is just letting you know that the actions that you're currently taking on, on your kind of, on in line with you, of who you want to be, or you feel you naturally are. Who you want, who you want to be is who you think you are. That's not true. I don't think. But that does lead me into, very awkwardly lead me into the the world that we generally live in is who we think we are or who do you think you are. So you are thinking who you are, like who's that other you? Like you're putting these unnecessary layers on things. You're living through that other you instead of you. You're working through who you think you. I'm saying a lot of you, I, 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 I get it. But you're working through the expectation rather than the reality of what is going on. So chill, breathe. You can only be what you want. things you do are like an effect of the of that cause and things you do are the result of being a certain way so decide who it is you want to be and trust in that intention and then from there see if what you're doing is working in correlation to what you're thinking because if they're out of whack then towards well, internal conflict and that's a big part of where the anxiety is that this is not working with this, but it should be, but it's not. And then, but if I, if it keeps doing this, then something bad's gonna happen. Oh no! Oh no! Oh oh no! See what I mean? So it's like, it's like okay, instead of that, which is oh, painfully unnecessary thing. But maybe not. Maybe it is necessary because sometimes you have to see the poop 
in order to know that it's poop. So then next time you can see, okay, this isn't working with this. Why? Something's not. How, what am I doing right now? Okay, I took that person's drink. Okay, I didn't. Is that Does that work with my intent? Is that what I want? Do I want to be that kind of person who does that? No. Oh, okay. Well, then adjust. Okay. So you do maybe have to accept the reality that maybe at times you're a bit of a dick. That's okay. But you, only if you notice that and be like, okay, now I can change it. Because nothing sits. Like you're not a dick 100% of the time. Even the biggest dick of the world isn't a dick 100% of the time. Because it's always changing. Like maybe right now what he did is a dick move and then, I don't know, he gave a homeless guy a couple euros. You, you never know. Like, I mean, you do know. So know what you're doing. I felt like that was very messy and chaotic and there was a lot going on there. But hopefully you gain something from that. Or don't gain. I, d I don't know. Do what you want with it, I guess. I just found this interesting because um, it happens to all of us. Like my girlfriend is extremely mad social. Like she's just very, very good with people. Um, just a, a good-hearted person. And um, even she's finding herself recently, like she's found herself a bit anxious of going to see friends and stuff. Um, so that was a bit of an extra drive to kind of figure out what it's about. So yeah, I just kind of went out to see what I could get up. What kind of info I could get up on that. So yeah, conclusion. Play. Have some fun with that. You know. It's not relate to it. Relate to anxiety. Let it let it be a tool for you to use. Because it, it, that's what it is inevitably. It's there to assist you. To let it assist you. But it's hard to let something help you that you don't like. So change your relationship to what how you feel about anxiety. Know that it's not there to attack you. You feel that way because it's telling you something that you don't necessarily want to hear. But it tells you truth. But it's good because it's telling you, it's reminding you of what you don't want to be. Like if you didn't have anxiety, you'd continue to be an ass and do all these things that you don't want to do without even worrying about it, you know, which I think is a form of psychot, uh, um, socio, so sociopathism, sociopathism. Something, something along those lines. So, yeah, be grateful if you feel anxiety. That's that's a good way to go about it. Be really grateful for it. And work with it. Just sit with it. Like, it's come up. It's cool. All right. Well, what do I want to do with Like, yeah. Is there something I want to change? Is something not right? Sit with it. If it comes up, anxiety's like, hello. Like, oh, okay. Why are you here? Well, it seems that you don't like 
how you're feeling right now in this situation. Oh, okay, why? Because you feel like you need to be better. Oh, what? Better? What's wrong with me now? Well, you're not being funny enough. Funny enough? Oh, you need to be funny for everyone. Why? Like, people, ours is naturally funny. Life is just weird, funny. Like, you can pick something out. And you don't need to do anything. If anything, the fear that you're not being that is stopping you from doing it. Like, you naturally are just a weird little kahula. Don't worry about it. Do that. All is good, all is fine, all is bad at the same time. So don't you worry which way you choose to go. Yeah, so this was a very chaotic talk, and sorry if it was hard to follow. But I will leave you now on what I said before. Don't waste your time trying to figure out what you once were when you can discover who you are now. You discover. But in order to do that, you have to let go of what you think you need to be. You don't need to be anything. Discover what you can be. Just, just play around. Be open. Experience what it's like to be at the effect. And then see what causes the effect that you're feeling. And if you really like that effect, that's something you will want to cause. Be the cause of. Because you know that you causing that will let other people feel the effect. And you want people to feel that effect. So that's what we have to offer others is the effect of a great cause. 30 minutes on the dot. See you later. Oh, oh yeah. Podcast. Oh, okay. Podcast. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, just by the way, it's uh, on YouTube. If you want to check it out, you get a little bit of extra bonus footage right here. Not footage, but voiceage. So yeah, check me out on YouTube. Um, same name, same thing. Just type it in the YouTube. Yeah, you get your thing. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Goodbye.